Welcome. Today, I have the honor to have with us an international speaker, Dr. Anil Gupta, who is the father of the recipe for happiness. Dr. Gupta, thank you for, for being with us. And I know you, you want me to call you Anil. Yeah, it's a, a, a great pleasure to be here because I know that uh, if people listen and they take notes and they take action, their lives will change today. I know that usually you're speaking to a lot of people, but today you have accept especially to address uh, more crowd of dentists, which are the people that are watching us. So uh, without further ado, I present to you Dr. Gupta with a way to fight depression and to go through this crisis uh, with, with a win. The, the, the dental profession uh, is uh, notorious for, for having very high rates of depression and also very high rates of suicide. And um, it's a difficult situation because you're always surrounded by pain. And the, the, the way to uh, uh, really look at this is how can you prevent this? And if you're having an issue right now, let me present a formula that you can immediately apply in your life. So the formula for happiness is, happiness is equal to G cubed. The first G is you have to give your time, your energy, your love, your commitment, your joy, your gift, your money, give it away. The second G is you have to be grateful for what you have and don't focus on what you don't have. So imagine uh, you look at your hands. When was the last time you thanked them? Your hands are quite necessary to do your work but we never thank them we're never grateful for them it's these small things that are the big things and the third cheese you have to be growing emotionally physically spiritually and mentally now if at any time you're upset or uh, something's not working for you ask yourself one question which is my lowest g is it give is it grow is it gratitude and once you find out which one it is, always work on that lowest G, everything rises. So I was talking to someone the other day and they said, oh, I'm, I'm trying to work on all three. And I said, that's your problem. You don't have to do that. Just work on the lowest one, everything rises. Work on the lowest one, everything rises. And in an hour, it could be a different thing. In two hours, it could be very different. Yesterday's could be different. Tomorrow's will be different. It'll always be. It's like an equilibrium, unless there's something specific going on. If you're upset, you know, you're worried about the economy, maybe it's emotional growth that you need to work on. So th that's the secret, getting clarity. The only way to get clarity is through awareness. Awareness gives you clarity. Clarity gives you focus. Focus gives you action. Action gives you results and results gives you momentum. So you cannot be joyful, you cannot be happy, you cannot be fulfilled without awareness. So that's the number one tool that you need to work on. Does that make sense? I have some questions here from uh, people. So how can we specifically apply that to dentistry? Okay, so you have a dental practice. I had an, uh, an optometry practice. I practiced 20 years in optometry. So for example, uh, you go in as a dentist and you're feeling sad and upset. Ask yourself, you know what? I haven't given today. Imagine that's give. So you, you could perform random acts of kindness during the day. You could compliment your staff, compliment a patient and say, hey, Mr. Smith, it's such a pleasure for, 
for me to be able to treat you. Thank you for trusting me. You could thank a receptionist or someone uh, who did something for you or someone, uh, you could buy someone a coffee, you know, uh, perform acts of kindness and also perform acts of gratitude because they're all linked together. If your lowest G is that, you know, you're worried about the economy, great. Ask yourself this question. What is the actual situation? Have I made it worse? If I've made it worse, what do I need to let go of? What do I need to do right now? How could I feel better about it? What could I do? How could I show up differently? How could I be more innovative? How can I think of different modalities that could, I could bring into the practice? So it's, it's not what happens in life, it's who you become. And if, if you have a live caller uh, and it's possible to bring them on the line, come along on the line and uh, I can do specific situations with you because every situation is different, but it's really uh, about how you show up, how thoughtful are you, how uh, innovative are you, how resourceful are you. Life is about uh, how resourceful you are. It's not resources, it's how resourceful you are. Did that help the, uh, the questioner? Yes, thank you. Okay. Can they come on uh, on the Zoom call? Uh, I think that right now people are joining more on the Facebook. The Zoom, okay. I'm not sure that, no, three people. There, the there's Zoom. a Zoom link on the Facebook. Okay. If, guys, if you want to get on the call and I can do a one-to-one -one live with you because I can get very specific and very detailed and then we can get that very quickly too. So, um, we, we have a Veronica Tamez, she, she's on, uh, uh, on the uh, Zoom. Do you see her? Uh, yes, just join in, just saw and Veronica, if you have a question and you wanna get on the line, I'm happy to serve because each person is different, each situation is different. Um, you know, um, dentists have a very, very tough time because people only go to them in extreme pain and obviously you need to disconnect from that. Otherwise, you know, you, you can take on the pain yourself. You can take on the pain and the anguish. So it's, it's a muscle that has to be developed. You know, uh, how could you develop a system that you don't get emotionally upset, you don't get emotionally involved? So if you can put systems in place, and I heard something very important today, uh, if you don't have systems, you're destined to fail. It's all about systems. You, you need to put systems in place. How can you protect yourself? How can you uh, uh, put a system in place that not only protects you, but if it's protecting you, it's protecting your family because obviously they're concerned for you. Are you working too hard? Do you have uh, uh, anything that you could do at the practice that could alleviate the amount of work that you're doing or the type of work that you're doing? You know. Uh, could you get someone else in to do work that you shouldn't be doing? You know, as a dental surgeon, you should only be doing your highest and best use. Are you doing menial tasks? Are you doing admin stuff? Because I hate that, you know, that's one of the things I absolutely hated doing in a practice. And, you know, if I spent more time doing it, I would not enjoy doing the work that I was doing. So you have to do what you love, you know, work on patients that you love to have in your practice, work on, with people that you love to have in your practice? Is there someone in the practice who's a downer? Is there someone who brings the whole uh, uh, morale down? You know, do they need a leadership coaching? Do they need 
um, um, guidance? Do they need coaching? Do they need um, training? You know, these are all things that you can do uh, to, to alleviate the situation. And it's uh, through awareness. So there's always a way. Know that there's always a way and that you can be successful, successful in this environment. And remember, this is God's delay, not God's denial. Doc, I have a question. This one's for me. It's uh, I've been through your keynote um, from TED Talk, and you mentioned that all of this started for you as you were in one of your lowest in life, um, and when you, you you lost everything through the the crash of 2008, and from there you rise up to become the the motivational speaker that we know you are. Can, can you talk to us a little bit about how it felt to go through that? Um, that crisis, because you have no idea how you're going to end up at the other end of the tunnel. Yeah, it's very tough. I remember uh, going to an event. I had an intervention from Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins, his wife, had a few interventions with me. And then Tony's uh, brother-in-law had a few interventions with me. And then my wife had a, a little bit of a discussion with me. And I told her, look, honey, we've lost everything. And she looked up at me and she smiled. And I said, why are you smiling? This is, this is terrible news. She said, oh, honey, you don't understand. I knew something was wrong. I thought you were dying. That's all I was worried about. And I know you're not dying now. So I don't really care about the money. I just want to be with you. So she gave me a big hug and said, everything's going to be fine. And this is what I want to say to you guys. Everything's going to be fine. And if you are going through a difficult time, if you are going through a difficult patch, if you are depressed, even if you're suicidal, remember one thing. If you do one thing, everything changes. And the one thing I did was to give. In the moment you give authentically, meaning if you give without wanting anything in return, all the pain and suffering will disappear. And as you do more and more giving, it becomes addictive and all of a sudden, everything disappears. So let me ask you a question, uh, Bach. If you went into a dark house and it was completely dark, you would turn on the light, correct? Yes you wouldn't go in and remove the darkness, would you? Actually, I would try to feel with my life. <laughs> yes, exactly the same thing. So you go in, you turn the light on, you fill the house with lights. You don't go in and remove the darkness. And this is where people uh, 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 need to realize if you're sad or depressed or unhappy, don't try and remove that darkness because it's a never ending journey. Fill your life with light and the darkness will disappear. This is very profound. And the darkness is, is very per pervasive. The light is giving, growing, and gratitude. That is so beautiful. So, uh, uh, you know, we, we had a lot of doctors on the line and what you just said, we'll, we'll speak to our, our core. And one thing it's usually we have to remove the problem, not to mask it. Now, when you say that just to fill out the, that dark room with light instead of trying to remove the darkness, isn't this something that as a doctor, we are kind of uh, counterintuitive to do the, the opposite? Well, no, no, no. Uh, it's what you focus on is what you get. So if, if you fill your life up with things that you love, if you fill up your life with giving, growing and gratitude, the other things that are making us sad and unhappy will not have power over us. They'll always be there, but we will feel more worthy. The only reason a man or person commits suicide is because they do not feel worthy. As we work on giving, growing, and gratitude, 
uh, level of self-worth increases. And when that increases, we feel better. And it's very accumulative. So, uh, so imagine that today uh, I asked you to be half a percent happier, half a percent more giving, half a percent more playful, generous, kind, present, all of that stuff. You could do that. And if we did that over a week, a month, a year, the power of compounding would be increased tremendously. So Einstein said the greatest force on this earth is compounding interest. He's actually wrong. The greatest force on this earth is compounding. So the compounding effect of every day, just being a little bit better is immense. I do have a colleague here on the line that has 50 years experience and uh, Dr. Paul Wallet. We hey Paul, come on, how are you? Do you hear me? Yes, yeah. hear you. I am stuffing my face with a, a salmon salad. My wife just showed me how to make. <laughs> That's true happiness. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we need to see you eating that and okay. making a, a, a mess. Okay, I have to undo the, uh, the, the uh, video somehow. Okay. Where is that? I'm, I keep losing the picture. There you yep. are. Okay, it says live. Let me minimize that. And I don't. See, I don't see anything for the. Uh, I don't think that as an entity you can turn on the video. Sorry, it's, uh, this is a seminar. But we yeah, can I can't. I can't turn on a video. I'm okay. sorry, but you know. No worries. It would not make your day if you saw my mug. <laughs> okay, shoot away. What's the question? Well, what I want to do is just learn from the masters, and um, I saw the. Uh, interview you did with Dr. Bach earlier. It was fantastic. I watched your TED talk. And so when I grow up, I want to be able to hold an audience like you do. So uh, how did you get so good? Give me your secrets. Okay, it's one secret. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay. Be so amazing that you cannot be ignored. I'm already there. <laughs> I need another secret. Okay, so let me finish that one. Be so amazing <laughs> that you cannot be ignored. And if you are ignored, it doesn't matter. The other one is say yes. Yes to any anytime anybody invites you, whether it's one person or 10,000 yes. people, okay. you, you say yes, I agree. Okay, so Paul, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll fast track you on this. Have you ever held an event where you're the main speaker? I took a whole group of people to Japan, Taiwan, and uh, one other country um, 20 some years ago. Okay. And, and so that was the only time, and most of the time I get invited to speak, you know, as one of many speakers. So I'm, I'm the undercard most of the time. Okay, good. So what do you speak about, Paul? Um, orthodontics and implant dentistry but I need to talk about what you talk about because happiness is much more fun than talking about okay. technical things. So here we go. So today is the 28th of April. So I would suggest, and I'm gonna fast track you here, uh, by the 15th of May, you hold your own Zoom event where you invite people and you become the main speaker. So you're no longer an underdog, you're the main guy. And by you saying yes to this, you're saying yes to making a difference. See, every day you delay not speaking, someone is being hurt, Paul. Well, thank you, thank you. That's a, that's a great idea. Now I can actually do that with Dr. Bach. I'll just mute him. 
you guys I love I, I love this you are so funny this and you know maybe you should be on stage <laughs> that's next <laughs> yeah and you know uh, uh back and Paul that's one of the things that people don't do is laugh you know a kid will smile 400 times a day you know adults don't so no, if you smile right. more you just imagine you know actually my my face is so sore because I've been smiling and laughing so much I've been doing a lot of these talks so uh that's so cool yeah, that, that's great. Well, I, I really enjoy listening to you and your accent sounds like you're uh, from uh, England, uh, England or Australia. Where are you from originally? I, I don't have an accent. Everyone else has an accent. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm right. from the UK. It's okay. London. Okay, UK. I thought there was some UK in there. You, yeah, yeah. You, got, a, you talk, you, you always all sound so intelligent, including Dr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, voice is so so uh, deceptive. <laughs> so here, uh, Paul, what do you see? A glass half empty or half full? Uh, that's half full, and it soon will be topped off and real full. Yeah, refillable. I love that. <laughs> Very anyway, cool. I have a question here addressing it's uh, people saying that they're not sad, but they mainly worry. How can you turn worry into happiness? Okay, so uh, the, the secret is, uh, as human beings, we are meaning-making machines. Something happens and we make it mean something. So, for example, if my wife uh, doesn't return my call, I make it mean she doesn't love me, she doesn't care for me, she doesn't honor me, uh, all of that stuff. And then as human beings, we love to be right, and especially as professionals, we love to be right about being right. So when she comes back, she'll say, honey, I'm sorry, the phone died. Oh, the real truth is the phone died. All of the other stuff was all made up. So as human beings, we have all these stories around money and fears and watching the news, all that stuff. So we worry unnecessarily. You know, 99% uh, of, of the stuff that we worry about never happens. And some people say to me, Anil, if that's the case, worrying works. <laughs> but, you know, the secret is you have to worry here, put it to one side and ask yourself, what am I worried about? What is the worst case scenario? What is this costing me in my health, my self-expression, my joy? Am I prepared to accept that? Can I do something about it? What have I done could i do more what am i committed to see that that's you you're breaking it down into sections so it's not one big thing it's a smallest check you know what i could do that i could do that i could do that and then you do all put them all together and the compounding effect is amazing so if, if you have a caller uh, who's worried uh, let's have a talk if anyone has a question get on the on the zoom call and we can do a one-to-one -one. Actually, this one is for me. It's, um, you know, we connected us because you started with a crazy opening, said you want to change the life of 1 billion people. And this is, you got me from hello. That was your hello. <laughs> but now that I, I, I understand where you, you're coming from and you, you started when you were in one of your deepest low uh, with uh, societal thoughts. And this is something that I think most of dentists can relate to eventually because we are the profession with one of the highest rate of depression and societal. How do you come to rise and to be so positive that you, come, you came to, to meet with 
famous celebrities people that now posting with you. There's something I'm missing here. Can you just light me up? Well, you know, there's nothing missing. It's very, very simple. If you keep on giving and you give authentically, your vibrational energy changes. When your vibrational energy changes, people come to you. And when we met, we were drawn to each other because of the vibrational energies. So, and again, be so amazing that you cannot be ignored. You know, just step up, say yes, say yes, say yes. Keep on saying yes. You know, the, the question you asked me, will you come on my show? Yes, can I uh, add you as a chapter on my book? Yes, of course I'm gonna say yes. And, but when you say yes, you have to step up and you, then you become a different person. So it's really a muscle. And once you develop that muscle, it gets easier and easier and easier. And then just fill, fill in the blank to me. So you, you, you went from, I'm depressed and I'll start saying yes, to take pictures with Sir Richard Branson and coach Mike Tyson. How that happened? Okay, so again, this is where awareness comes in. So I, I was invited to, to an event and I actually spoke at the event last minute and I was just listening into a little group of people and they said, hey, uh, you know, I, I run a mastermind and one of the benefits of the mastermind is you go and meet Richard Branson. I said, you know what, that's on my bucket list and I never thought it was going to happen. So I never made any effort, to be honest. So I joined the mastermind uh, and I was going to go to see uh, Richard and I, uh, I could bring a guest. So I asked my son, hey, son, you want to come? And he said, well, I'm not sure, it's a 28 hour flight. I'm on the other side of the USA. I've got to go from uh, US, uh, from uh, California, LA to uh, Miami, Miami to Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico to another island and then take a boat and then uh, all sorts of things. I said, look, son, I'm gonna be very simple with you. If you say no, you will always regret it. If you say yes, you have a great story. So he said, yes. So we, we came along, we met Richard and it was so simple. You know, we were just sitting there on the beach and Richard was coming on, on, on a boat and we, we just looked and we said, oh, there's Richard. He said, no, it can't be Richard. But if it was Richard, everyone will be running to him. But no one did. I thought, this is strange. So Richard came and we, we had lunch together. We had a chat together. It's very, very cordial. I thought, this is so strange. This is not what I was expecting. So then, you know, we, we, uh, we got invited back to the island. And this time my son said yes. And we were on the <laughs> island. Yeah, really, it's, it's a muscle. And uh, my son uh, went up to Richard and said, uh, Richard, I, I've just been to your hotel in Chicago and I have some suggestions to make some improvements. He said, Hung, hold on one minute, son. He went away and he got a pen and paper and started taking notes. Then he got a piece of paper, wrote down something and gave it to my son. And uh, my son said, what's this? He said, that's my personal email address. Email me and I'll invite you to the grand opening of the hotel. So my son and I went, we met some people, they met Richard there and uh, got to know him a little bit better. Um, uh, we were sitting at a table and a, a woman was asking me, you know, all sorts of questions of happiness. And I thought, this is great. I love this. And she said, what time's your flight tomorrow? I said, why are you asking me that? I said, oh, it's 12. I just did. He said, would you like to be on my show tomorrow? I said, sure, absolutely. It's in the morning, 7 a.m. Fine, no problem. 10 minutes later, I asked her, what show is this? And she said, oh, it's Fox News Live. 
which is a big show in Chicago. 20 minutes later, I lost my voice. So I, I, I rang up my uh, uh, friend who is a voice coach, thank goodness. And he said, yeah, no worries, I'll help you. Call me back in three days. I said, no, 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 I need you now. I, you know, what do I do now? So we got uh, all sorts of drops, medications, uh, singers, uh, 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 spray, all sorts of things. So I went to the show and it was great, you know, and from there, from there we went to the hotel, Richard's hotel for breakfast and Richard came up and I said, hey, Richard, here's you on, on, the, on, on the news yesterday. He said, look, I'm so sorry, Anil. I have a meeting. Do you mind if I go to the meeting? I'm a little bit late. <laughs> you know, can you see the, the, the humbleness of this man? What a beautiful soul. And then uh, he, had break, he had his meeting, came out, and as he passed my son, uh, he just, uh, uh, just touched his shoulder, which is a beautiful gesture. So, you know, you've got to say yes. You've got to say yes, and you have to show up, you know. It's, sometimes it's scary. I was asked to speak in front of 10,000 people once. I said yes, but I, then I thought, oh, my God, wh what have I done? But I had to step up. And then they told me it was a bull ring which is even harder than a normal speech because a normal speech, you're talking to people this way. In a bull ring, it's people here, 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 and behind you. So you have to keep them all engaged. But the thing is, when you say yes, you step up. When you say yes, it's a little bit uncomfortable, but being uncomfortable allows you to grow. And so, so if, if I may, how long did it took you to go from being depressed and just applying the fact that you have to say yes to being the man I know you are today. Well, actually the depression uh, didn't take very long, you know, because I had to let go of the attachments to what other people thought of me that, you know, even if I lost it all, it doesn't matter. My, my wife was supporting me, my kids were supporting me. I, I was focusing on what I had left rather than what I had lost. And I became a billionaire very quickly. <laughs> I was way better. <laughs> yeah, I I became a billionaire because I changed my currency. I stopped using the currency of the US dollar and I started using the currency of love, making a difference, friendship, kindness, uh, generosity, playfulness, being funny, serving, making a difference. So if all of you start using that currency, you will all become billionaires. You know, at the end of the day, when, when you're on your deathbed, you don't say, I, I wish I had more money. No, I, I wish I'd had more magical moments. Life is not about the number of breaths you take, but the number of times your breath is taken away. I think Dr. Wallet would like to retake uh, the floor. Dr. Wallet? Well, when he said billionaire, I just wanted to be like Dr. Bach. And so just wondering how, you know, uh, you can make me do that too. But money's not important. I agree with you. It's happiness and uh, moments that take your breath away. And I'll tell you a moment, um, a moment that I had, uh, I did the Tony Robbins uh, Firewalk um, meeting, which uh, you're one of Tony's uh, good friends and, and mentors. And um, so uh, what, how did you help him? Uh, he, he's, like, he's like you, a rock star, but uh, what did you have in common and, and how did that uh, relationship start? Well, I, I didn't help him. He helped me. Um, well, we help each other. You know, you're, you're helping yeah. everybody. And so I agree with that. Uh, yeah. 
So uh, I remember uh, uh, it was in uh, Las Vegas and uh, we were just talking and he said to me, Neil, you should be a coach. And I, and I looked at him and I said, why? He said, I've seen that, the difference you made to my friends and myself, you'd be amazing at it. And I, and I looked at him and I said, well, I, I've already got a job. You know, I, I've got a practice. It's running really well. But often is the case people see a greatness in us that we don't often see in others. Mm -hmm. So that, that was the case. So uh, eight or nine years later, that's when I started. I started doing an event. My first event was, uh, uh, actually, let me tell you what happened. So uh, my friend said to me, Louis, he said, uh, Anil, why don't you do events? I know you did uh, amazing work. I know you've helped me and my wife. Why don't you do events? I said, well, Louis, you know what? To be honest, I'm kind of scared. And Louis said, what are you scared of? I said, well, you know, what happens if no one turns up? And Louis says, look, if no one turns up, no one will know. <laughs> I was so concerned what other people thought. So I did my first event. I hired someone to teach me. Six people, 10, 20, 50, got bigger and bigger, eventually speaking in front of 10,000 people. But that would never have happened if I hadn't taken that first step. You can't take the second step unless you take the first step. And I do admire you, Paul, for, for doing something different outside of the profession. And maybe this is something that the professionals can do. Do something that you love. Take time out, take time off. You have to look after yourself. You know, the oxygen marks are down. It's okay. You don't have to work so hard. You can work on your business rather than in your business. You can work on yourself. You can spend time with family. You can't get that time back. Mm -hmm. I have to ask, you said that people can see in yourself stuff that you don't see. What do you see in me? <laughs> I, I see so much love and, and, and uh, skill and energy and vibrancy, you know, passion, uh, a joy de vivre. That's what I see in you, my friend. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to ask that. <laughs> I couldn't hold myself. <laughs> it was rehearsed, guys, it was rehearsed. He told me to say that. Now I have to pick up that five bucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, let, let's just be serious a little bit. Let's go, go back to the fact that people waiting in line to arrive in a room and say that forget 5G is going to kill you. 3G is going to save your life. And you said that the 3Gs, if I listen correctly, is to give gratitude and grow. We like yep. to go a little deeper into one, each one of those Gs, please. Okay, so the first one is uh, uh, give. So, uh, Paul, are you still on the line? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, I'm, I'm still on the line. I muted myself so you don't hear me chewing. Okay, good, good. <laughs> uh, what, what are five acts of kindness you've performed today? Myself? Are you yeah. talking, are talking to me? Well, I woke up alive this morning, which was number one. Um, I uh, said good morning to my wife and sister-in-law. I have two that live here at the house. So when I come home every night, I say, honeys, I'm home. <laughs> so I told them hello. Get into trouble with that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, that was rehearsed and I'm glad you laughed. <laughs> I paid you. Uh, oh, I met a new neighbor across the street that uh, he walks in the neighborhood and I, we've seen each other walking. So we walked and talked 
and I kept getting calls from Dr. Bach, and then I got a call from his wife, and I was trying not to be rude to my neighbor, you know, the first time I've ever walked with him, trying not to be rude to the box. So uh, I think I got through that one okay. And then um, I wasn't able to get the shower before I'm listening to this, this meeting, but thank God we don't have smell with this uh, new technology. <laughs> and um, I plan to um, talk with uh, Dr. Bach and his beautiful wife um, as long as I can today. So those are some good, good things that happen. I don't know if there's acts of kindness, but every time I talk with Dr. Bach and his, uh, his family, that is the definition of kindness. Yeah, really. And, you know, what did you say to your wife today that was kind? Uh, goodbye for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's she, a win. <laughs> no, no, we have uh, five active grandbabies. And, oh, wow. And so she's uh, doing the duty with the, uh, with the doc. Uh, I have a doctor's son implant doctor in uh, Orlando, and he just had twins um, January 25th. And so oh, he's, cool. got, he's got cabin fever. His wife hasn't been able to get out. So she's heading over there for a couple of weeks. And then I'll, I'll be uh, stalking uh, her and the sister-in-law. You know, they might let me in, except they don't want me near the babies with, because I'm near people more than everybody else. But so okay. uh, I'm in quarantine where, for two weeks. Okay, Where in uh, Orlando are they? Uh, they're in Orlando. Yes. Um, Maitland, Altamont Springs. Okay. I live in a town called Celebration, which was built by Disney. It's beautiful. I know. Yeah, yeah. So that's about uh, an hour away from us. Now, do you live there now? Yeah, I've been here oh, seventeen I you years. Said L.A. I thought you were from L.A. No, no. My son uh, had to flew had to fly from L.A. to to go and see Tony. Ah. Uh, go and see uh, Richard Branson. So I know I live in uh, Orlando, Florida. Yeah. Because I had an office in Hunters Creek in uh, Kissimmee. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, we just around the corner. Yeah, Kissimmee. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So. You know, uh, acts of kindness, even saying thank you to someone, uh, opening the door, buying someone a coffee. Uh, you know, there are there are two types of people, Paul, ones that make you happy when you enter the room and ones that make you happy when you leave the room. Sometimes when you leave the room, it's an act of kindness. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Uh, so and, it's, and as you develop this, it gets easier and easier and easier. You know, even by saying thank you or even smiling at someone, or looking them in a kind way makes a difference. And it's all about intent. When you have pure intent, people notice, people know that you're coming from a great place. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the question I would ask the uh, viewers, listeners is this, perform five to 10 random acts of kindness every day. And as you perform the act of kindness, notice how you feel, does it make you feel good? Of course it does. When you give, it's the most incredible, incredible feeling. All the pain and suffering disappears. I, I agree. And yeah, especially, really very powerful. Especially with the times right now, um, it, you know, we need to get our, our profession together and, and all work together and not compete. Yeah. You know, uh, in, in the personal development where people say, oh, he's a competitor. No, there is no competition. And there is no competition in dentistry. What's the reason you became a dentist? To serve people. That's it. You know, just focus on serving people. You know, give people what they want. If you make them happier, and that's what you're in, you're in the happiness business. Mm -hmm. You're removing so much pain and, and anguish. You're letting people enjoy their food. They live longer. They have less heart attacks. 
there, there are many benefits of seeing a dentist. So mm. remember why you're here. It's not for mm. the money. It's for making the difference. It's for creating a happy household, a happy, beautiful uh, household that someone can really enjoy and, and prosper in. Mm-hmm. You know, people forget what you're really doing this for. Doing it for the family. You don't, you're not good branding, Anil. You just gave me something I haven't thought of. Happiness is the business of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> Dentistry is the business of happiness. For the yeah. people on the line, if you can brand yourself this way, all your problems are solved. <laughs> really? Yeah. We make smiles. We, we make smiles. So yeah. know, we can make an emotional smile too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know, the compounding effect of that, I mean, if, uh, how many patients do you have? 10,000? Is that about the right number? Uh, last week. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, say a database is five to 10,000. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, so 10,000 people, 10,000 families, and, uh, their families are extended out. So, you know, people will never know the, the impact they have on other people. People will always remember how you made them feel by a little gentle reassurance, say, don't worry, I got you. Mm-hmm. I'll look after you, don't worry. I'm here for you. Yeah. We're gonna get, get you healed up, get you out of here, and you're gonna be much happier. And yeah. now I know- Thank- why you live in celebration because the happiest place on earth is disney absolutely <laughs> this, this town was built by disney so uh, oh, people beautiful. may not know that yeah absolutely the, taping, the white picket fences and you know, it's yeah it's beautiful there yeah we sit on our front porch and just uh chill mm-hmm. so well, we're still on the first one is gratitude you still have to go to give and grow, sir. <laughs> so we did give, but the second one is gratitude. So I'd like all the viewers, listeners to write down 30 things they're grateful for. Okay. And also, this is a great exercise, especially for dentists, is this. Write down 30 accomplishments that you've achieved since the day you were born. And the number one accomplishment is being born. Actually, it's being conceived, but let's just go to being born, walking, talking, peeing, pooping. They're pretty good accomplishments because if you didn't do any of those, life would be pretty miserable. So then speaking a language, speaking two languages, um, you know, uh, going to kindergarten, winning something, graduating, university, whatever it is, write down 30 accomplishments that you've achieved and also notice how you feel. Anytime you're feeling sad, just look at the list. And it'll make you feel better because you can stack. See, as human beings, we're very good at stacking the bad stuff. So uh, if, if I asked you uh, back, uh, what do you call a deaf gorilla? What would the answer be? I'm, I'm sorry? What, what do you call a, a deaf gorilla? A gorilla, I guess. You can call him anything you like because he can't hear you. He's dead. <laughs> he's, he's dead, yeah? <laughs> so if I told you that joke 10 times after the fourth, fifth, ninth, 10th time, it would get pretty boring. But an interesting thing happens. 
we can remember and recollect and replay things that have happened in the past again and again and again, and it never gets boring because we're good at that, because it's a muscle that we've strengthened. Mm. So now we have to strengthen the good muscles that remind us of the great things that we've done, the successes, the wins. Mm -hmm. And it's just a muscle. We have to work on that. So how do we put all the dead gorillas on the shelf and not let them get in our way? Great question. So um, it's actually death, not dead. So Oh, death. Uh, Death. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I, I understand now. I, I said deaf. <laughs> I didn't hear you. I'm deaf. <laughs> oh, dear, 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 dear. This is so funny. Um, uh, I, I lost my control. No, what, how do you, how do you put the deaf uh, gorillas on a shelf and, and not get let them get in your way? Okay. So this is a great question. So you, uh, if, if you imagine you have a good wolf on your right shoulder and a bad wolf on your left shoulder, the, the bad wolf uh, uh, entertains uh, uh, and, and will replay all the bad moments in their life, all the things that have gone wrong. They'll beat themselves up. They won't forgive. The good wolf will focus on the good stuff, the great stuff, all the good stuff that they've done, their great relationships, their, their kindness, their joy. So you have the right is the good wolf, and the, ba the bad is a bad wolf. Which one will win? Usually the bad wolf does. No, it's not the bad wolf. It's not. No. Well, then I guess Which I, one I, will win? It's, it's the uh, good wolf. No, it's not the good wolf. Oh my goodness, it's a trick question. Yes. <laughs> you got me. So the wolf that will win is the one that you feed. Ah, that's a good good one really so if you keep on continuously feeding the bad wolf what do you think you're going to get but if you start feeding the good wolf and every time the bad wolf wants to say something just say look i'm busy feeding the good wolf mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you're filling your house and you're filling your brain where you're filling your life with the light same thing as we said at the beginning mm -hmm. okay so i just make sure, I want to make sure if I get it right. Did you tell me that to grow, you have to give first, then you have to be grateful? No, no, no. The, grateful, the, you're, so, you're feeding the, the, the wolf that it's mainly the, the good one. So that's why you can grow. Is that what you mean? No, no, no. They're, they're three different things, but they're, they're a little bit connected. So if you do three things, if you feed the good wolf with giving, you feed the good wolf uh, with gratitude, and you feed the good wolf with growth, it'll it'll thrive but when you give you grow a little bit when you're grateful you grow a little bit and when you grow it's compounded so grow is in four sections emotional physical spiritual and mental paul i need your help on this you're a dentist for 50 years you're not a dentist and you have a whole family of dentists how will you apply that directly on the field well, uh, the good wolf in our family, uh, unfortunately, is starving. We don't feed it too much. Uh, we always uh, focus on the positive in our family. And uh, we're very, very close. Um, I've been married to one wife for 45 years. And I told my boys I married the trophy wife first. It saves a lot of money. And, you know, it's, it's just we're a real close family. We um, live, eat, and sleep dentistry. But my wife 
kind of makes us um, talk about the happy things that we're talking about right now. So she brings that to the table. And um, so I, I just think we need to focus on the, the positive. When we first met, it was like a week after we all had to close our doors and everybody is like panicking. And we came up with some pretty good things to, you know, maybe solve the problem. We were kind of waiting for the information to come in from how we're going to have to handle this, the regulations. But I'm, I'm feeling even better today than uh, the, the week that I met you. Yeah. So you're being resourceful. With, with the help of others. Yes. And it's team. It's a power of team. Not what can I do? What can we do? You got it. Yeah. Makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure glad that you joined us to, um, you know, help us, uh, you know, go forward um, with the same attitude and then maybe get a definition of uh, why we are so happy and I think we're going to be successful. At least that's the way it looks. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's a decision and it's a commitment to be unstoppable, to be the best you can, to show up differently. And remember, it's not about you, it's about the difference that you make. Mm -hmm. it, it's our duty to be leaders and become leaders of leaders. And mm -hmm. that's what uh, Dr. Buck is doing. He's a leader, but he's a leader of leaders. He has a commitment to serve. He has a commitment to make sure that you're all protected, guided, nurtured, that you have the tools to make a difference. And all he needs is one person to stand up. Mm -hmm. uh, you give me too much credit. All I did is to call- It's in the script. It's in the script. <laughs> you paid us, remember? You paid us oh, to yeah. do He said, yes. <laughs> the same with Paul. I reach out and he said, yes. I have no script here. I'm just having fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So um, uh, for the people who just joined us, if you want to summarize this, it's the, uh, the trick that I, I, I've written down, it's start saying yes to everything. Say yes, stay humble. And um, if you want to have a new tagline to your industry or to, to your businesses, the industry is in the business of selling happiness. Make people laugh and then prove them wrong. <laughs> You don't even have to sell it, give it. Mm -hmm. Sir, I have the other question. It's um, on the last interview, you mentioned that, yeah, you're well on the way to change a billion lives and there's a big event coming and you have one with the Dalai Lama. Would you like to develop that a little bit? Well, actually we were supposed to meet him in April. Our first event was in November. Uh, actually, I, I, again, I'll tell you the whole story. So someone uh, called me and said, would you like to meet the Dalai Lama in, I think it was in April. I said, you know what, I'm booked. I've got a speaking engagement. I can't make it. Maybe my son can. So they asked my son and he said, yes. So and my son went, uh, my, no, my, my son was about to go and, and the trip was canceled. And I said, son, uh, my son said, uh, what do I do? So, well, son, you know, why are you going? Was it specifically to meet the Dalai Lama? Was it to make a difference? He said, well, it's to make a difference. The Dalai Lama was going to be great. So, okay, go make the difference. So still travel, which he did. He started making a difference um, and they liked what he was doing. And they, they said, hey, you know what? We'd like to know more about you and your family. So they, then they introduced us to the prime minister of Tibet, which, who we met in London. We brought a small contingency of people and, and wanting to serve him. They then re-invited us to meet the, His Holiness in November, which is what we did. Um, 
because we said yes and we showed up and we, we helped their community. We, we've donated a, a ton of money to the uh, young Buddhist school there who are feeding uh, the homeless people there. So it's all about saying yes, uh, being so great, serving, seeing what you can do for other people. And then they re-invited us back in April, which uh, obviously wasn't uh, going to happen, but there will be another trip in uh, November, October, depending on His Holiness's schedule. But everything you know, has to be completely safe because he cannot take a risk, he's 84 years old. So uh, the fact that we met him was a great thing. We never know if there's gonna be another opportunity or not. So always say yes, because you never know what can come from it. And it, again, it was just um, your vibrational energy by us giving, like I'm giving this talk, something else could come from it. Someone says, hey, I loved your talk. Would you come and speak to my group? See, you have to take the first step. You have to take the second step. And then the third and fourth and fifth will automatically come. But what, what would you plan to do with the Dalai Lama? Would you give an event with him or are you just going to meet him a second time? Well, it's, it's really uh, hard to spend time with him, but we had an hour and a half with him. He gave us a talk and then he had a private session with, uh, with our group. And just being in his presence, I remember holding his hand and looking at him. He started crying, I started crying because we, we, we really connected at a deeper level. And a moment like that, you'll never forget. It's the deep spiritual connection that is once in a lifetime. And remember, life is not about the number of breaths you take, but the number of times your breath is taken away. And um, for, for those who still just join us too, we're talking to an uh, international motivational speaker. He is uh, he's speaking to Richard Branson. He's coaching Mike Tyson. He's working with Adil Robbins. He's been a Dalai Lama. And when somebody like me calls him, say, would you like to talk to us? He said, yes, without even hesitation. So the idea of saying yes and to stay humble, it's really the, the base of success. And when you have, uh, you, you strip of mainly everything, just like we are now, we have time, we have health, but we have been stripped of our function. What yeah. you still have in your hands is the chance to say yes, to stay humble, and to, to sell happiness. <laughs> make that your business. <laughs> yeah, and just to make it clear, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not the coach for Mike Tyson. I coached him one day, so, but... <laughs> Uh, you know, it's a, it, you came out it of it alive. <laughs> <laughs> you got alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paul, you were you were asking something? No, I was saying uh, the conclusion to that last um, dialogue was move to celebration. You know, we're in the business of happy smiles, and that's the happy, there you go. that's one of the yeah, happiest the, places in the world to live. Yeah, and yeah. the the the, uh, the Rotary Club down here is the happiest club in the world so you know and um uh i i uh, they they play pipe music it's a it's it's uh what's it's a uh, what's that song called it's a small world after all yeah. <laughs> small small world and then you get the fireworks every night yeah absolutely every night you know actually we've missed it for the last five weeks or so so interesting yeah, so you know, Dr. Wallet that's is with us. He, he's the quarter of the book that you just accepted to join in. And we talk about giving. Last Friday, he gave a speech called the Wealth Initiative, who it's mainly his blueprint to, to push every dentist back into business as soon as we can reopen. And he did that uh, just because I asked. 
he gave everything freely and uh, he, he made that in the past. So when you talk that happy people are the one, the, the most generous, uh, call here. I think that as soon as people understand what he's giving, he's saving the profession at this stage. Yeah, it's a big thing. And, you know, don't be afraid of giving. If people steal your stuff, let them steal it. It's okay. Remember why you're here. You're here to make a difference. They don't steal my stuff. I share my stuff. And, and that, that's a compliment if they use it. Yes, yes. But a lot of people are fearful. Oh, this, you know, someone's going to have an edge. So, you know, yeah. but I give my stuff away because I don't own it. I'm just here to make a difference. Mm -hmm. We're all passing through. Yeah. Please don't go too fast. I still have a lot to learn. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, the most important part of a race is the finish. So uh, all of you guys out there, it doesn't matter how you started. It's the question is, how are you going to finish? Are you going to finish strong? And I urge you to finish strong. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'd like, I, I like to retake that word from Anil, Dr. Anil Gupta. This is not the end. It is just the beginning of something new. It can be better or it can be worse. It's up to you. But again, say yes, stay humble, and make happiness your business. Mm -hmm. uh, Anil, in this spirit of giving back, and I have to, for, in, in the name of my profession and for our profession, thank you so much for taking this time. Now, what can we do to give back to you? I know that you're in a quest to reach 1 billion lives. Uh, and I, th I think you give yourself a time limit. Can you just enlighten us and how can we help you to reach that goal? Yeah, so um, I love doing talks. If there's a radio station, a TV station, any outlet where I can make a difference, where I can have uh, a discussion like this, where I can share my thoughts, share my philosophies. There's a lot of stuff that we haven't talked about today. Um, please let me know. Um, Dr. Bach will give you my contact information. I'm here to serve. Uh, if there's any way that I could uh, increase my media presence, or you want me to talk to a group. I, I'm a Rotarian. I speak, uh, I've spoken in uh, 18 countries. My work's been translated in eight languages. Uh, my, my book is in Russian, English, and Spanish. Um, I'm really on a quest to serve as many people as I can. Any way to get the message out there. I've done a TED talk. If you can share that, spread that around too. That would be amazing. I just heard the TED talk, uh, <clears throat> and that's why I definitely was not going to miss this uh, <laughs> meeting. It was great. You did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So to summarize, what Dr. Anil Gupta is asking you to do is to, to live on those words, say yes, be humble, make happiness your business, and please take the time to like, to comment, to share. It's, it's the, the easy step to start giving and to start being uh, grateful. And hopefully you grow as fast as he did. <laughs> Dr. Gupta, I hope that this is just uh, another meeting. It won't be the last. And Absolutely. So much fun ahead. And Dr. Wallet, which you just met, uh, Paul, Anil just agreed to uh, join us on the book for one chapter. Great. Yeah, my pleasure. Great. And, and I'm uh, getting in my car right now. I'm driving to celebration. What time's dinner? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, going to be at 6.54. Okay. And the fireworks start at 6.55 when, my, when I tell my wife you're coming in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny, 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 funny. Gentlemen, we should get together after this confinement. 
we should get together and be crazy together. <laughs> Absolutely. I I, I, or, uh, Montreal or is it Quebec? It's Montreal, but I, as soon as the, this, uh, this confinement is lift, I'll travel the day, the first day I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. I'll send you some mouse ears. So again, people, if you do have uh, a need to have Dr. Anil Gupta to speak in your event at uh, your media, to spread that word of happiness, of hope, reach out from Dr. Anil Gupta, reach out for me, we, I'm going to make the contacts and you know, he will say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So what do you fear for? Usually we are, we're fear of rejection. There's no rejection here. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Anil, if I'm asking you to finish with a note of hope, what would that be today? This too shall pass. You have always handled it. You always will. You are bigger than this. This is your life. You're in charge. You can do this. You must do this. It's not about you. It's about the difference you make. Step up. It's time. Show your leadership. Show your greatness. You're doing an amazing job. You're changing lives. Thank you. Dr. Gupta, it was an honor. Thank you for being My with pleasure. us. My pleasure. Dr. Wallet, Thank you, sir. always very pleasant to have you on board. Uh, I hope that this is uh, a la prochaine. <laughs> no, thank you so much. It was, this was great. Thank you, Paul. Nice to meet you. Nice meeting you too. I'm, I'm going to come see you. Anytime.